Welcome to Musician. I'm your host, Andrew LaPau. Let's start the show. This week on Musician, we have drummer Rick Wilkerson. Uh, he's a Nashville-based drummer, uh, works a ton out of this town. Um, I know Rick because I met him when he showed up with uh, Kyle Smith for um, Broadway Rappers podcast episode, and uh, we just remained friends. We actually recently just gave a roundtable talk at the IASPM US conference that was held at Vanderbilt University this past spring and we had a great hour and a half um roundtable talk about genre uh in nashville tennessee and about how um you know this is not just the city of country music and the history of nashville and what it means to be a musician working out of nashville was a great talk um i actually recorded the talk so i'll probably post some snippets um of it at some point but anyway uh a little more about Rick Wilkerson. Uh, he's worked with, uh, you know, such known artists as Keith Urban, James Otto, Chris Jansen, and the Wooten Brothers. He's the real deal. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Rick Wilkerson. Enjoy. Someone was like, so what are you going to talk about on this podcast? I was like, you know what? Honestly, I don't even know. I really don't even know. Like, it could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah. Um, I guess we were just talking about that IASPM conference. Yeah. Yeah. That was so awesome. Yeah. I actually got that. Uh, I, I filmed that over there with oh, that uh, tripod. Yeah, I got it. And I yeah. it was, when you know, when you film something on your phone, you're like, oh, man, I hope when I get home, <laughs> it's still on my <laughs> <Yeah>. phone. <laughs> And lo and behold, a full hour and a half or something of our talk. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Dude, yeah, man. I really appreciate that opportunity. It was good to uh, be surrounded by people who enjoyed studying music. Like after being surrounded all the time by what you feel like are people who, you know, you have to convince to come out to shows and things like that. And here are academics devoting their life to studying music in mm-hmm. one space. It was really wild. Mm-hmm. Really wild. Yeah, and everybody was such a character, I thought. Everybody was very unique, and uh, and what they were studying it was so varied. Oh, yeah. You know? All the genres. Every genre. Yeah, it wasn't just classical. What's a genre you think you would, like, you, you don't think you know enough about, that you would like to know more about? Oh, man. Like, that you know very little about, let's that say. That I know very, I mean... All types of world world music. Um, I have no clue. Like I feel like, um, you know, Brazilian and and um, Asian 
man. And those cultures, uh, I mean, African too. I know friends who've gone over to Africa and they lived in some villages and they, they studied uh, percussion and mm-hmm. percussion rhythms. And so everything had a rhythm. Mm-hmm. I, I would just love to do that. Mm-hmm. I would literally love to go mm-hmm. learn how to play drums all around the world mm-hmm. um, and in their culture by people who are living in their culture doing it. Kind of yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, somebody came and hung out with me. Um, I was in Rio the only time I was in Rio, really. And I went downtown and saw this band. Um, and there was a 12 year old girl drummer sitting on crates and playing drums and super overtired, just did not want to be there oh, wow. at all, but killing rumba like wow yeah dude yeah samba yeah you know i love street musicians i love seeing them especially around the world like Mm -hmm. especially when they can create it was a gig though it wasn't a street oh it it wasn't a street band it was was like it was in a little bar like right off the street you just walk into yeah Yeah. nice 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 well dope man yeah yeah Uh better man like just people who are using like what it is that they have Mm mm-hmm in their surroundings to be able to make the sounds that they've heard yeah. and seen. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think people would say about Kai Hill, you know, when they come to Nashville. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Because he's got his, his thing happening. And people come in who are mainly sports fans because he, he knows a lot about sports and uh, the Predators and mm-hmm. um, other teams that they play, people who come in. And, yeah, man, it's it's interesting to see him do his thing. Yeah, uh, I walked over to Merchants where he was last night, and he was playing, and then he did the drop it low yeah. thing, and yeah. this girl dropped it low so hard she fell over. Oh, of course off they the always. Curve. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, of course. Oh, man. Yes, the drunken women I forgot. dancing at someone rapping on the street. It's hilarious. But, but the way he freestyled while that was going down. Oh, yeah, down was... he will catch everything. <laughs> he will not miss anything. He won't miss a beat because he'll scan the, ca- the crowd yeah. from left to right and look at things that he can be talking about while he's talking about mm-hmm. a certain subject. It's just so wild, man. Yeah. So wild. Yeah. Um. <laughs> The way he, I don't know what he rhymed concussion with, but it was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was okay, I think. Um, yeah, but going back to like, have you ever, have you ever even touched like tabla or Indian classical type of things? No, I haven't. Yeah. I had a professor who studied. Um, I, I guess you would call it under a mentor, and once they get to a certain point, it's like either you. You really go and study tabla. You drop everything, and that's what you do, or that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. And he got to that certain point, and uh, he decided, you know, to uh, teach and and do other things. And he told us about the experience, and it's really, really sweet to hear about like how much time tabla players put into their craft. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, honestly, if I had that discipline, I would be a lot better at playing drums. Um, I mean, literally, well, the, like five and is, six and but they get they get the tabla at two. Oh, yeah. In yeah. you know, in India, they give the, the professional tabla players yeah. are doing it since they're babies. Yeah, 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 and they're doing crazy stuff. Like they'll tie their hair up by the ceiling so that they won't fall asleep. 
<laughs> and they're practicing. Yeah, man, what? it's crazy. Yeah, they'll practice that long. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, you I know? went to one master class in Indian classical, mm-hmm. and it was a two brothers when one played mm-hmm. um, this Hawaiian guitar mm-hmm. that was like a, not a not a sitar, but it right. sounded like a sitar. But right. it was called a Hawaiian guitar, and his brother was top top player. Yeah, and killing. <laughs> and they're like this is nothing like jazz don't wow. even compare this to jazz like wow. jazz you have to think of a melody and then make a riff on that melody mm-hmm. and then go and, and extrapolate on an idea right they're like this is you have to come up with something brand new every every moment like there wasn't like you play a riff and then you it wasn't like a call and answer thing. yeah even though you can argue there's tons of call and answer right things elements to indian classical in my brain i'm not an expert um but uh i don't know i thought that was an i remember that sticking out being like i think it's kind of the same thing (laughs) you know you're just listening to a band tomato tomato yeah yeah, yeah, there's language you're listening to a band you're responding Uh to what's going on in the band it's a conversation it's always a conversation yeah we should go to india and we should i'm down dispute that i'm down (laughs) we should get yeah we should get some like we should go play like <laughs> we should be street musicians in another country oh, like man. just go i think about that all the time see what people say when they just see these two american people playing yeah american music like what are these dudes doing that'd be cool yeah man i kind of i got this idea actually I do think about it it's kind of recent but like bringing a, a a programmed drum machine mm. and then a loop pedal yeah, yeah and yeah. then a guitar dude yeah yeah you know what i mean just do it i know i want to <laughs> hey man nobody's stopping you but yourself that's great you, man. that's great i used to play out on the street with Hill a lot mm-hmm. i used to play all the time actually with just a bunch of different friends they got me into it because the traditionally the the break dancers, um, led by Ron D and them, that I mean, that's those are the cats who've been out on the streets mm-hmm. over there, uh, um, second and Demumbrian mm-hmm. over by the BB Kings, mm-hmm. like Catter Corner to that. That's their spot. And so when they weren't there for a while, um, some of my other friends would go out there and shed. Mm-hmm. We, we park right there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what restaurant it is now, but it's a me- it was a Mexican restaurant at that time. I mm-hmm. can't remember. It was good food. Mm-hmm. But he let us park there, bring out three or four drum sets, and we would hit. And we just tell different friends to come oh, out. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. When was this? Oh, man, this was back in, man, it had to be like 2009, 2010, back during those times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would always play at different places outside once i got into nashville play at different parks and stuff centennial uh, cane ridge paragon mills just everywhere i could just play outside and uh once it came to downtown it was i mean it was its own thing i mean you actually made money just being outside playing music with friends so we would split up the tips. And, yeah. You know, it'd be it'd be fun. Sometimes I'd go down there, I would have no money, and by the end of the night I'd have 50, you can do that. 50 to 75 bucks. Isn't it yeah. nice to know you have a skill that you can just go out onto the street and yeah. you can make some money doing? Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's, it was definitely an adventure, for sure. You can't just stand on the street corner and being, like, giving legal advice, uh, <laughs> you know, for tips. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you free legal advice for a tip. But you make a lot more money giving legal advice, though. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a trade-off. Yeah. 
the uh, the big money usually takes longer to come in. So same thing with gigs, bigger gigs. Mm-hmm. You know. What are the biggest gigs now? What do you think? Um, and you don't have to say like an artist, but like oh, like just either touring or big session work, or you know, just yeah. that's that's always gonna be big money makers. Well, working at Spotify, by... <laughs> being a playlist curator at Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I'm sure they make tons of money if they live in San Francisco. Yeah. All the people who work for like Dropbox and Patreon and stuff like that. Yeah, they, I mean, salaries always. I think Spotify is London and New York and mm, Nashville. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't know they had There's a little office Spotify office right down there. It's like just tucked away and it doesn't even say Spotify, but it has the Spotify logo in orange on it. Really? And it's like a playlist office. Huh. Yeah. And what do they do in the playlist office? They just They charge you and then they're like publicists for playlists. Like if you go on like I just been really like you go on Submit Hub, mm-hmm. that used to be just for blogs, mm-hmm. and then it was for labels, blogs and labels mm-hmm. to pitch your music to them. Mm-hmm. And uh and now it's for Spotify playlists and YouTube playlists. Really? And those will garner a lot of So I could just potentially take my C D down to I don't know about that one, but there is, I've been in Midtown to another one. Okay, another Spotify. Another company. Okay. Not affiliated with Spotify, but okay. But they but they work with Spotify, like getting you on Spotify. Gotcha. And you, know? you can just, I could just walk in there, take my CD and say, shop it to playlists and, and all that If you stuff. pay them what they want you to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a, always But the, that's the industry. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's the industry. It's, it's just paying, it's a service. It's the okay. middleman service. Mm. And I think that the companies that, you know, well, you got to be crafty as hell. And I realize how much, like when people come here and they're like, I'm an artist. They've got they they've done a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. work themselves and like the stuff that drives me insane like mm-hmm. it fucks up my shit like mm-hmm. I work I gotta work it more at, I think just flow and performance yeah, and practicing yeah, 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 yeah. when it gets too much on that business end of mm-hmm. like thinking too hard about plays and social media posts right I go a little crazy yeah <laughs> we all do we all do. I guess we all do and it's how much you yeah. can put up with that yeah feeling yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's funny when some people are like oh yeah this actor this person posted this I'm like no they didn't post that they have people that post for them oh, I'm how just nice. gonna continue to let, nice let you that think that they're personally posting these different things well maybe that would be Maybe that would open your life up if you had a person just doing oh, yeah. that for you. I mean, you know? and you, you just, didn't even have to just, worry about it. You just hit me just some submit hub and yeah, whatever yeah. other office in Midtown. I, I mean, literally, whatever I whatever can you do can to, delegate to to pay these different people to come up with events. I have an event coming up in, mm-hmm. here in May, live recording session. If I could just pay someone to put everything together, mm-hmm. I would. But it's gonna be sweet, and it's it's worth the payoff yeah and there's a lot of merit to doing it yourself yeah 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 yeah. yeah, if you if you have the time and energy to do something yourself and Mm -hmm. can like be Mm -hmm. successful at it Mm -hmm. why not yeah man for Um, sure so i liked how we already gone back to the talking about what music that we're kind of unfamiliar with like do you want to play it all do you want to hook up the hi-hat and the snare or and put the 57 on it or it's it's just man I don't have to play. No, okay. like, we're, just, we're chilling. We're yeah. hanging. We're talking. This is cool. Yeah, Podcasts man. are the best for for talking. And mm-hmm. then I like what I've been doing is um, 
just like cutting cutting the session in half and when there's the performance and we move the mics around like fucking with plugins oh and yeah, stuff. yeah 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 i got you it's been this room has been sounding awesome yeah i'm very yeah i'm very happy this Dude. is converting into a space Dude. a good it's got the vibes you got yeah definitely so um What's up, what's new with you? What's what's the next thing for you? Uh, you were just playing thing, at the five spot. I saw. I was just playing at the five spot recently. That was a dope show with today's kids, uh, the Broomsticks, uh, good homie Daniel Jones. This group is phenomenal. Jazz, um, like soul, hip hop type vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good stuff. If you don't know about them, check them out. Today's kids, uh, super dope Nashville band. Okay. Um, but my next thing is I'm doing a live recording session at the Layman Drug Company on May the 18th. It's going to be sweet, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, open bar. Everybody's going to get a recording of the night um, at the end of the night. And I think we're going to limit it. It's going to be a situation where, um, you know, people who want to be a part will be a part. And I think that we can get a few people in the room who want to hear some good music on a Friday night. And... uh positive vibes and try and get a dj out and do the thing you mm-hmm. know just chill man hang out with yeah and really make it a a performance that people can be a part of maybe some question answers and, okay you know hand out some percussion other people can play and just whatever yeah whatever people feel nice yeah, man. so uh, remind everybody uh time and place and the time and the place it is going to be doors will be at eight and the recording will start at 9. It'll be at the Lehman Drug Company. That's over on 3rd Avenue South. Okay. Uh, I guess it used to be Lehman Pharmacy Okay. for like the last 100 years mm-hmm. up until 1993. Um, and, and then it was nothing. And I guess they transitioned it or whoever bought it mm-hmm. um, made it happen. And it nice. uh, came around, I guess, 2013. Okay. But yeah, they do a dope series called Live from Lehman. Okay. And they've had some really sweet artists on there. R. Lamar, that's where I I saw that he had performed on there. Um, And I wish I could have checked out that performance live. Uh, Shout out to him, doing dope stuff. Uh, Oh, also shout out to uh, uh, Devin Gilfiliano. I forgot how to say his last name, but he just performed last night the national anthem at the NFL draft. He's a Nashville like singer songwriter. Sweet. Yeah, man. Awesome. Like, it's cool to see other people doing their thing and yeah. getting opportunities. Like shout out to Kyla J. She's on the voice right now. Like super dope. Mm-hmm. Super dope. Yeah. It's, it's cool that other people in the world are starting to hear about Nashville artists. Don't you love it when it's your friends? Yeah, man. Shout out to Nicole for being on <laughs> the right, floor. Yeah. Nicole Box. Yeah. Shout out to Ashley Levine. She was on, uh, what was she on? American and I don't know what that uh-huh. was or America's Got Talent oh shout out to Alicia Michelli mm-hmm. uh, she was on America's Got Talent super dope man um, these are super awesome phenomenal yeah. hard working there's a reason why the people who are going on these competitive singing shows live in Nashville or work around here yeah. I mean it, you gotta keep up on your yeah. on your shit and you gotta yeah. be up and you gotta be a little yeah, competitive man. most of the time these people are, um, who are who are competing uh, they have a, a career in music. It's not just, oh yeah, well, I, you know, I've been singing in my mom's house. I mean, that's cool. That can happen. You you have your YouTube stars, you have your IG stars and stuff like that. But the only time I heard about, um, you know, some artists is like, oh yeah, they're a YouTube sensation. But really, these people have been 
doing their thing. They've, oh, yeah, they've yeah. been working hard. Yeah. Uh, people think it's just uh it's just by happenstance by luck, but it's like, no, these people have been grinding, mm-hmm. they've been putting in the work, they've been seeking out all sorts of opportunities. Yeah. And, not and just they've this had one. so many failures already. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they're just they're they figured out what makes them mm-hmm. what makes them work and what yeah. they're striving for and they, yeah. they push. And they're not afraid. Some people are afraid. I, I get that. And they just once you've fallen a few times just it's just <laughs> yeah. like okay cool yeah right um I've, I've i've done this before yeah yeah i messed up here this needs to do that you and you have to actually get out and play your music mm-hmm. out in order to learn that and also in the music industry you have to have such of the most horrendous gig experiences oh, yeah. imaginable oh man yeah you got to have some good gigs some bad gigs it's just yeah it's all a part of the process what is the what is the worst gig situation that could possibly happen? Like, if that has happened to you, then you'll be fine. You know? It's like, usually where you end up losing money. Oh, uh, yeah. Or you just don't get paid at all, or just... H- hence losing money, because <laughs> <laughs> you gotta eat, and you gotta do shit <laughs> in that time period. Right, right. But sometimes those are the most fun, if they're in town and you're playing music with friends, or... <laughs> Even if you're out of town sometimes. The, two, the two-thirds rule. Have you heard about this? Uh, it's got to be two of the three things, yeah. right? It's got to be either good music, good hang, or good or money. Good money. Yeah. 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 Music, money, hang. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has to at least... I mean, I mean that you can... It, I think broadly, they say there's like a similar term in, in the film industry. It could be fast. Mm-hmm. It can be cheap. Right. And it could be good. Yeah. You know, if mm-hmm. it's... If it's two of those things, it's not mm-hmm. going to be the other thing. Yeah, yeah. It's I would love reverse. to shoot a movie. You want to shoot a movie? I'm would, dying to shoot a movie. I would love to. I mean, I don't want to do any of the work. I just want to <laughs> act. <laughs> Fine. That's cool. I just want to act. And, um, yeah, I just want to. I think that would be a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Over the summer, especially. Man, I have a whole notes folder of these things called five minute movies mm-hmm. and it's just little five minute short film ideas that I've mm. just been writing down that take place in Nashville. Very simple. Just five minutes of, of shit. If you want to be a part of that, you want to act in it, yes. you, you have it on record that I'd like. Cool. Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't want to do a lot of work. <laughs> you just, you need one of those, those companies that'll shoot and edit for you. You can just be the director. You can sit in the director's chair they will come out. They'll do all the, the shooting mm-hmm. and the editing. And blah, yeah, blah. I know, uh, man. I know a lot of good videographers in town, like that are just Let's doing do it. it. I need a bunch of video. Okay. I just, I'm, I just, I'm tired of doing all that stuff, but I need content constantly. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that's good for the freelance filmmaker? Like, yeah, you know, it, I'm sure they're not. A lot of the good ones are just like working like crazy because mm-hmm. everybody needs video these days. Mm-hmm. But that's going to create so much competition in yeah. that industry. That oh, it has. Getting, yeah, it has. Like it has. the the prices that I see that videographers are charging now, I'm like, holy crap! That's yeah. like a tenth of yeah. what would be charged in yeah. the '90s or early yeah. 2000s. But yeah. that's the thing about the creative field. It's it's like so not incentivized at all. That mm. everybody, you know, the passionate people will find out how to make it work and how to make a living doing it. Right. Um, that's kind of a sad thing, though, about like there's a lot of saturation 
in uh, in the industry in all aspects today. Mm-hmm. And I'm not an expert on the industry whatsoever. I even mm-hmm. hate saying industry because mm-hmm. I didn't go into music to be in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what industry isn't saturated? I just read this the other day. Skilled workers. There's like mm-hmm. more jobs. Everybody was told they should just dump a bunch of money into college, into college. right? Yeah, and yeah, get yeah, a yeah. liberal arts degree. <laughs> and, and other people are Lost making chance to learn. fifty thousand a year. Oh, way more skilled starting, labor. Like starting, starting out, yeah, starting, yeah, like even while, higher. While their other friends are in college. I mean, I, that's what you know. You want to go where the money is to a degree. Do and they, if, but the thing is, if you could do be skilled labor, like if I always thought, is music a skilled labor? Can we? Yes. Is there somewhere in music the world is a skilled labor? <laughs> is music is a, the world. The that music pays? is such a highly music? skilled labor oh. that. It involves so many different aspects. Right. Aren't there like certain countries that pay like money <laughs> in Europe, right? I feel like that's someone has said that. They pay you to be a musician. Let me see. Let me see. Netherlands. I live there. The it's, Netherlands. That's true. They what what type of jobs do you have to do? You got like teach or something? Education is huge. Um there's conservatories there. Netherlands is the third I've read this, this is years ago, the third largest uh consumer of music, of recorded music in the world really? next to Japan. So it's America, Japan, Netherlands. America, Japan, and the Netherlands. And keep in mind, do Japan pay- and the U.S. have the same population. So oh, that's you know what I like about saying facts on my show? <laughs> I don't know if you any, really of, these don't know are if any of these are really true. <laughs> I have to, You're like, totally have to throwing out that. You since, read it somewhere online. For some reason, okay. yes. Yeah, someone's going to dig up this podcast 100 years from now. And be like, uh, yeah, he's no, just spouting misconceptions. Feel free to fact Let check anything see. I say because okay. I get a lot of things wrong. But the essence of what I'm saying is the Netherlands has a great music scene and um and just uh the the way they fund music you know what you know how you get paid to do it the netherlands puts on so many festivals that have live music mm. that are like 10 bands on this on friday and 10 bands and and then there's like Norderzone, uh which was happening when i went there when i lived there where the fuck was that and they just bring in people from all around the world yeah, yeah i lived there when bush was president um <laughs> That was, needless to say, a long time ago. Really? Um, yeah. Well, I just got out of college, and I was like, uh, you know what? <laughs> My only skilled labor was I knew how to serve coffee. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. I could do that in the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I could work at a coffee shop in the Netherlands. That's Dude. Not, um. So anyway, no, but I, man, gigs, like I played a lot of gigs. Mm-hmm. I also just, people would come up to me and be like, how do you get so many gigs? And honestly, it's just because of how I operate here. Like mm-hmm. I go out and I meet people and I see if they need, a gig, you know, someone to play. What type of music is played there? A lot of jazz. Okay, It's sweet. like one of the biggest jazz. Yeah, you should play there, man. You Dude, should play. yeah, that's all I need to do here. <laughs> yeah, I hope this. Yeah, man, I can give you a lot of a lot of great shit about the Netherlands. Oh, yeah, um, you can hook me up with all types I mean, of... I could hook you up with people out there if yeah. you need that. Yeah, of course. Um, maybe I'll erase this part of the podcast so it doesn't sound <laughs> too much of a business. No, I would love to keep, man, it's so funny because my best friends are out there. No, this I just is how it works, man. You, just, you talk to people who've been somewhere and, oh, yeah, you know. That's how the musical community is, man. Yeah, I can literally small. text anyone right now, mm-hmm. or someone could hit me up and yeah. be like, 
hey, such and such referred me to you. I'm in town in Nashville looking for music tonight. And yeah. I'll be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Go here. Do that. Look at this app. Yeah. Look at that website. Like, that's just really how it works. Show swapping and, and, and yeah. contacts well, and networking. The, the thing that I did, which you don't do anymore, and I remember how like shameless I was about it, was just like when you'd meet someone and then you'd become MySpace friends. Oh, <laughs> is MySpace? I'm looking up MySpace and, right and now. And you see where they're playing gigs. Give me MySpace. And you just go to those places, dude. I used to tour like crazy from MySpace and just go around the Northeast. It got really? out to Colorado just because of MySpace. MySpace is totally a website. I think I'm scrolling through. Yeah, it right well, now. MySpace was fucking how... huge back in the day. Dude, and yeah. that's what they're gonna be saying about Facebook. You know, ten years from now. Yeah, Facebook. What's gonna be the new? <laughs> what's gonna be the new Facebook? Is the question. Yeah, state book. State book. What's what happens in state book? I want to hear this. Uh, we're we're just one big state. Oh my god! And gosh. we're all part of the state book. Oh no! It's already it's already here. It's already here. It's already okay. Here. So, we're already part of state book. So how can it get even more intricate than what it is right now with with ads and they, and, and scrolling timelines with videos, they, uh, something like that of Harry Potter. They inject you with the ad chip. Oh, and they so you inject cerebral, you. get in the back of your brain through your nervous system ads to you fuck can't, with your um, subconscious. You can't avoid these ads either. Oh, man. See, I love, let's see, how long have we gone? Is this 28 is minutes? This it episode? takes me only a half hour until I drop <laughs> straight into conspiracy theory. But I like that. I like that I don't start is off this with like conspiracy theory. like Black Mirror, theory. like that? Oh, I love that show. You watch all of them? Um... I've seen like one or two of them. Were you not? Were you kind of put off by them? No, it's you have to be in like you got to be right in, that mind. in that space to like. Okay, let me sit down and watch some sci-fi. I haven't revisited it since, but I'm sure the bug will hit I me. I love sci-fi. Oh man, uh, like I get I, just, I go down that rabbit hole. The the thing is, really good sci-fi movies mm-hmm. are few and far between. There's a lot of really bad sci-fi. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Movies, yeah, for sure. TV shows, even more <laughs> rare. That's why I am addicted to Westworld. You like the new season? Um, it's obviously just the first episode. Okay, has, has I, haven't, started, I haven't seen so, it yet. Uh, it hasn't like we haven't really gone there, but it's definitely very interesting to see um, that ha- the path they've taken two weeks after the first season ended. Two weeks. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. I don't want to ruin anything for yeah. anybody. But if you've seen the first season of Westworld, <laughs> the second season takes place two weeks after. Like as soon as, as soon as the opening credits roll. It's okay, like, okay, so it's two weeks after. Mm-hmm. And just want to. I'm still trying to log into my MySpace right now, too, by the way. I really want to know Do you remember your... what my MySpace is. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. I think I had, like, three MySpace accounts for, like, oh my myself goodness. and then, like, bands. Please tell me I can make this happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Oh, you can log into to MySpace with Facebook. Oh, that's so scary. That's what I'm saying, that's man. So fucking what scary. are you going to replace Facebook with? Facebook, they're Facebook, sharing your passwords. Facebook shit. is the Walmart of the internet. Like you can't replace Walmart. No matter what store you are, you can't replace Walmart. Um, you can't take Walmart on. No, it's just it's too big at this point. So Walmart, Facebook, um, 
and Amazon. Those three. Google. And Google. That's it. Yeah. Those huge, huge companies, man. They're trying to be trillionaires. Gigantic. You're not. You're going to hear trillionaire like in the next whatever. I mean, so. I mean, they make almost as much money as we do, almost, as musicians. You know, uh, it's a lot more lucrative to be a musician than to be a CEO of a <laughs> major company. Ooh, that's like who wants that? Who wants to be a fucking CEO? The potential is I, far greater. I get, I get being wanting to be a CEO, but like more of being like an owner. Like you own the company, but it doesn't have to be a fucking huge conglomerate. All right. And like, dude, man, I mean, MySpace that, looks good, by the way. Sorry. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> the new, this is turning, everyone, we're going back it, to MySpace. It, it, I mean, it, the, the, like since Justin Timberlake bought it, I mean, I knew he did some good things. And I guess that's what apparently what made me go back to MySpace. What was it? However many years ago. Yeah. Oh, goodness. The last thing I have up here is my EP. Oh, well, gotta, gotta update this. Oh, I just uh, I just cashed out on CD Baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Raking in the money. My streams, man. Oh, How, man. man. When, it, when it pays you per individual stream, I'm just like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you There's do it. There's all that sk- highly skilled labor I was talking about. Dude, this is so nice. MySpace is so nice, bro. But, I mean, when is the last time you heard someone? Check out my MySpace. It sounds creepy. It it kind of does. Yeah. But yeah. creepy in a good way. Yeah, like there's a, such a thing? <laughs> creepy music way. Ooh. Like, come invade my space. <laughs> Um, okay. Dizzy Rascal. So what music do I have on here is my question. How do I, uh, okay, look at there. Um, okay, so I just have my EP. Well, um, yeah, gotta, gotta update that. And apparently I have my EP on here twice. That's funny. Look at there. Uh, that's funny when you have to go through your old stuff and as a viewer, you Mm -hmm. have to view a website as someone would view it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you're a different person now. Yeah, like uh, what do, what do people see? And it's a constant, like, it almost feels it, like you're trying to make yourself into. Uh, well, the thing you gotta you can't present, look at your presentable. Well, because everybody looks at their profile probably more, way more than anybody else looks at their profile, unless they're famous or celebrities. Right. You know what I mean? Like people with 125 likes on Facebook. If you're constantly like fucking with your Facebook. I don't know that I I don't want to like put anybody down about that. That's not the judgment, but like, is we're spending so much fucking time on we are. on social media. We are, and that's more of a comment about that. Like, um, we're all. I th- I'm sure I have a phone addiction. Like, oh man, I know I did because I tried to break it and I put an hour timer on, and I had like this fucking like visceral urge to go check my phone like five times with it, and I was like, no. I'm not gonna look at my phone for an hour and like i remember being like what do i do now what's what's the habit it's just habit oh yeah so you gotta at least it's a breakable habit it is but are you always gonna be like wanting to check like if you went into the himalayas would you be jonesing for a phone up there (laughs) i don't think so i think it's just it's way more of like a habitual like biting your nails type of thing who you're with and what you're doing but yeah That's that's really what matters yes so if you're bored and you're not with anyone, it's you probably want to look at your phone. <laughs> avoid avoid yeah. the boredom. I know. Your phone, that or Netflix. I got movie pass now. 
Oh, does it work? Is it is it worth it? Oh, dude. Yeah, I've seen. Like, I saw four something that they were going bankrupt or something. Like no, they they apparently like good for the next year or something. Good for the next year. <laughs> it's All only right. a month. It's a monthly subscription. Really, and it's like what ten dollars or something. Ten bucks. Ten bucks, and you can go to a movie a day. So what movie? I'm what definitely movie cutting theater? this part out of the podcast because <laughs> I don't hack. want people going to the bill court like... <laughs> with movie pass like like I do. Is it only like allowed for certain no. amounts of people? Well, then no. why don't you? The more people, the better, because the more people who join in on Movie Pass, hmm. you could be a plug for Movie Pass on your podcast since you are a subscriber. Or movie, exactly. Fucking yeah, any podcast that. that you hear, and you're always like, "Oh, they're talking about this." It's because they use that, and they talked about it on the air how they get experience. So tell Movie Pass, hey, give me a free subscription. I will talk about you guys in every single podcast oh, that I'm doing. I do four or five a month. Yeah, yeah. I Anything will, you do, I'll hit the Fruit mark. of the Loom. I don't. Know, I don't know if you wear Fruit of the Loom, but I'm just throwing. I haven't worn Fruit of the Loom. I don't know what maybe thought about that. <laughs> That was that was a big the, time for me when I switched that to was the That was the most awkward like transition too, because you you didn't. No one told you it was like, hey man, you're not supposed to wear whitey tighties anymore. So uh, you know, sorry that you showed up to gym class and you're the only one. Everybody else is doing the boxers thing. It's boxers now, boxers and briefs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. Oh, man. Such <laughs> a funny time in a guy's life. The two phases of underwear transition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So funny. Yeah. And so, But some some males just tough it out and just do the whitey-tighty thing for life. Couldn't imagine. They've proven that that, like, restricts, uh, like, sperm production. Really? Yeah. It's, like, really bad for your junk. Really? You're not supposed to have them so close to your body because it's warmer and they're, to, they're supposed to stay low for a reason to keep sperm at a cool level. Also, not a doctor. <laughs> also, not a doctor. I, since this is I don't know if gonna, this is... Dude. <laughs> no, but really, no. It's, like, it's restrictive and like blood mm-hmm. flow and everything. So, man, there's, a, there's actually a physiological reason to switch to looser fitting underwear. Ooh. So maybe I shouldn't have Fruit of the Loom. As, Maybe you shouldn't as have Fruit of the Loom <laughs> as a sponsor. Yeah. Or we could have them as a sponsor to debunk the myths. That's true. On, on different... I mean, I think they do different so other products than Whitey Tidies. I'm sure they have Fruit of the Loom boxers now in Greece, right? Yeah. No one does enough experimentation with that shit. No one's like, I'm going to wear t- uh, Tidy Whiteys for a week <laughs> yeah. or, or a month. <laughs> Go to a sperm bank. Come back, switch the boxers, and see and see, see if how the it, count okay, lines yeah. up. Kind know, of like a, a MythBusters yeah. for. I would like to know the MythBusters though. Non-scientific things about someone who backs up something I saw on YouTube with Tim Ferriss, who's another podcaster, mm-hmm. where he took his phone out of his pocket and like put it up here, mm-hmm. so he kept his phone away from his junk, and he said like before sperm was swimming in the, in like opposite directions and they were like misshaped and then after a month of having the phone out of his pocket they were back to normal and he also had like a, a re- really reduced sperm count because he had his phone in his pocket wow i don't know if that is a true thing because with the thing with the science experiments if you do one there's obviously like so many other factors <laughs> that are variables. involved with shit like that right but it would be interesting to see like because there would be front pocket back pocket mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, but that. But the, the, your phone your sends phone? out frequencies. Yeah, your phone's a microwave. That's why it it just it you know buzzes every now and then. Guitar amps, <laughs> yeah. Messes with cordless mics and all that stuff. It's just yeah. annoying. It yeah, the shit it does. Mm-hmm. Like I control Logic with that phone. Yeah. Like if I wanted to go out, like with the piano, <laughs> I wanted to mic up the piano. It's like okay, moving in the. <laughs> swiping up on faders and shit and i was like man what a time to be alive what a time to be alive looking at the old consoles and studios i'm like yeah damn that's old cell phones i want i would i would love to work with that i kind of want an old cell phone i want i want to be someone who like in public and i want to film it too you want like like a nextel uh, just the the biggest phone that you could oh, possibly biggest. I bet they make those novelty. Like the, they, I'm sure they don't, but I want to <laughs> get one made specifically for like, especially when that when people have these slim phones out or whatnot. I want someone to call me in Starbucks or something and hello, yeah, 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 I'll be right there. Like and just <laughs> see what people's reaction is. Like, is this dude for real? Is this yeah. dude serious? Yeah, that would totally be worth it. I want one of those old like landline phones too, where you. The, uh, uh, you ever go to the um, the farmers market? Uh, not the one on Eighth, but the um the one about the fairgrounds. Uh, no. The the flea market. The flea market. There's yeah. a guy, oh. super old man. He sells phones. He sells the old. It's just a table of old timey. Yes. Like that old retro color phone, yes. rotary yes. phone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That so I could potentially go relive the past. Um, yeah, kind of. You can wanna, have it on I, a wall. I want a phone booth too. Phone booths are awesome. I know, right? Phone booths are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what's so cool about a phone booth, but I will literally like. I want a phone booth, photo booth. So everybody yeah, who comes over my house, nice. they want to get into a phone booth, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And it becomes a photo booth. And it becomes a photo booth at the same and time. And then you have a thing you can pick up yeah, so people yeah, on the phone, yeah, yeah. getting pictures of people on the phone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. That's a great idea. Yes. That's, Could you have that's, that on, on record? Uh, yeah, that's make probably that the worst idea ever. <laughs> but I'm still going to try and make it happen. Nice. Um, yeah, just all all types of like fun stuff, like adult fun things. Yeah, I mean, and they obviously kids would enjoy it too. But yeah. just different stuff that you can just mess around with whenever you come to my entertaining house. That's cool. Yeah. Where, where are you living these days? What over by the zoo? Oh, nice. Yeah, you like it over there, dude. Little Mexico. That's mm-hmm. what it is, and it's awesome. The taco trucks over there are second to none. Everybody's like, oh, you know, I see posts about people like, hey, where, you know, where can I get the best tacos? Or, or, you know, people are asking. And some people have the nerve to say Franklin and Brantlett. No, 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 no. You need to go to Nolansville Road. And you need to go to a taco truck where people do not speak English. Okay. They have a certain menu on the on the, the truck. And and if they don't understand what you're saying, you just give them a number, one or two or whatever it is, or t- tortas, uh, you know, uh, asada, uh, chicken tacos, beef tacos, shrimp, like whatever it is, and they're cheap too, like a dollar fifty, taco. I mean, you can't beat it. Dollar fifty, cash only, of course. I have pretty much the two taco places around here. They, I will, I will, I have taco trucks that will rival any of your taco trucks, but go ahead. I will, okay. Give well, me, no, no, give no, no, me no, no, your no. number 
two. Well, you know what my number two is going to be. It's going to be over here in East Nashville? Uh-huh. Okay, I can definitely be East Nashville stuff. You're going to say Moss Tacos. I am going to say Moss Tacos. Look at there. Two. <laughs> Drum roll, please. East Nashville already. answer. East Nashville. Look at there. Is it, they, they should sponsor me because I eat there four fucking times a week. They should sponsor you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Moss Tacos. What is uh, the, what's the happy hour for, for Moss Tacos? Like five uh, do they have, a, they have a happy hour? Can I, I go somewhere know. after this and get a margarita? Uh, let me think about what is where, it? Okay, okay. The, where the good margaritas. I was at, okay, what's your number one uh, taco place? El Jalisciense on Gallatin. Right. Is, is that the place that's right before the, uh, right the, before the, the train Kroger. station? It's right across from the, um, the, the Veterans Post, the American Legion. If it's okay, if you're going down Gallatin, you pass the Kroger, and it's no, before, no, no, you don't pass the Kroger. You don't pass the Kroger. So you, yeah, um, it's right before the overpass, and you know how the Kroger <laughs> pops up. Yeah, after the overpass, the, it's right before the overpass. It's like across yes. the street from like a. Like yes, a, I know like exactly beer. what you're talking about. Have yeah, you been there? they're real chill in there. What like a Tuesday? I think I went on there or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like dollar fifty tacos. Dollar fifty. Okay, okay, yeah, those are good places. That's my number one. Those, okay. Only because I haven't had anything on the Owensville Road. Oh, but I'll hit you up because I do because you're. I'm you're not really... giving away any of my secret <laughs> taco places. I mean, there's there is one secret taco truck, and literally, it doesn't even have a name. It's just a color, and it is <laughs> cold blooded. They make their own <laughs> drinks. They make their uh, the shells. They oh the shells. They fry them. You know what? I think I'm talking myself into going to that taco yeah? truck after this. Cool. Do they have- so so, but you want to get a margarita? Uh, but I do want to get a margarita or something. Okay, I gotta roll in like ten minutes. Hey man, so, whatever you cool. gotta do. Yeah, sorry, I picked up a gig at two. That's what I happened. picked up a gig tonight at seven. Oh nice, where at? Over at Pabonis, Pabonis, Pabonis. I think that's how you pronounce it. Don't don't quote me here. Hold on. Okay, so tonight. Today is what the twenty seventh? Yeah, the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Penobis Party Bar and Grill over in Rivergate. That's Rivergate. Yeah, yeah. But I like that both me and you picked up gigs nice. on Friday night and got a podcast in. Mm, and caught and up. got a podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That and that is one thing that is awesome about playing music. Like mm-hmm. the potential is amazing. I mean, waking up this morning already had a call for to to do this and that's cool but the potential is also there that i didn't have anything planned mm-hmm. uh, i didn't have any gigs booked this friday night so you know i could get out and do the uber or just you know hit some random people up or whatever it is i can do some mm-hmm. other stuff but it's awesome that the day before the day of mm-hmm. you can get hit up for yeah. potentially a money-making situation yeah man and uh america yeah. America, ladies and gentlemen. Capitalism at its <laughs> finest. Is that is that capitalism? Is that's, that's the heart of capitalism, right? That there. is the heart. Now capitalism doesn't have a big heart. Okay. Well, <laughs> that is that the is heart. A, yeah. Is the person's willing to strive to make yes. money and make things work in order to pursue yes. their passion and make money doing America. it. America. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Don't lose the heart. That's awesome. Um but yeah, well, cool. This has been awesome. Uh, you want to tell anybody uh, just any upcoming things, real quick? Social media stuff. And once again, a live recording session, Layman Drug Co- Company, May eighteenth. Um, 
It's going to be dope. Doors at 8, show at 9. Always check me out at rickwilkersonmusic.com. IG, Rick Wilkerson Music. Facebook, Rick Wilkerson. Man, you know where it is. All right. Thanks, Rick. Yes. want to thank Rick Wilkerson again for coming on the show. Always welcome back to come on for a follow-up. And, uh, yeah, so if you got through this whole episode, listener, go rate it on iTunes. You can find this episode by searching my name, Andrew LaPau. You can say Musician Podcast and scroll through that. You'll see me come up. Um, and, you know, share it on your socials. Tell a friend about it, you know, especially if you live in Nashville. Um, why aren't you doing that? All right. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.